Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. What's up? What's up? What's up, Delora? New week, new pod. How are you? Hi, Ashley. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I can't complain. I'm back out in these Ohio streets for a little bit. I was telling you, I'm just adjusting to this weather. Stepped outside this morning to a cool 40 degrees and (laughs) my ass was not quite ready. (laughs) I love it. I love all of this. It's like fall. You can have your nice warm mug of coffee, tea, cocoa, etc. And you get cozy underneath the throw. Just... It's amazing. Watch a good movie, like a cozy movie. Like I said, my ever after, would you very more mm-hmm. or a book? I love a good book too. Yeah. It's I my just, season. I just downloaded a new audio book, Yellow Face. Yes. Um, it was... I started it. I DNF that though. What is DNF? Did not finish. It's oh, I... well, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I just downloaded an audiobook because it's, I have to miss. Remember I told you I've been doing book club. Sorry guys, it's yeah. a tangent. Book club. And this was one on the list this month that I was like, ah, oh, it sounds interesting. I got some audible credits. So let me just, even though I can't make book club this month, let me go ahead and read one of them or listen to one of them rather. So yeah, I'll get back to you once I'm like a good ways in. I need to know your thoughts and yeah. I might pick it back up. There- yeah. Yeah. Because when you have somebody to talk to something about, it does make it more interesting. Exactly. Hence our podcast, right? We needed to talk about these movies (laughs) and these TV shows out here in these streets. And we wanted to share a conversation with our wonderful listeners. So, (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you guys for coming back for another episode. Enough with the pleasantries. It's time to get into what's been going on in these pop culture streets since last we chatted. We have a few things today. And so we'll start with these headlines. First up is the BET Hip Hop Awards, which me and Delora are not going to lie to y'all. We did not check out. We're just going to talk about I mean, some of the highlights. Do I care? Like, I didn't know they still did this. Like, <laughs> real talk. Well, we've talked about on mic and off how we're kind of transitioning out of our prime era of like music shows and award shows because... I'm always, even when we talked about MTV Awards, I'm pleasantly surprised when I see people I still know and like step on that stage. I'm like, oh, okay, you're still out here. Oh, okay. But you know, now it's like they're the ones earning the career achievement and Vanguard Awards and stuff. Lifetime Achievement Awards. <laughs> and I'm out here remembering when Akira first said, lucky that my breasts are small and humble. Okay. I'm like, you remember that? I don't, but you see, I perked them up just because. <laughs> Thank you, Shakira. That's a itty bitty titty anthem. Wherever we're meant to be together. You know, she's Girl. one of those, I don't know the lyrics. You know, sometimes you just hum along. That's I hum. Yeah. I hum Girl. along to Shakira. I hum. That's so funny. But no, I am Tommy Davidson with this list. Like, who are these Negroes? <laughs> who are they? I well, do not know. The big winner of the night, though, was your boy Kendrick Lamar because yes, he won true. four major awards. He won Hip Hop Artist of the Year, Lyricist of the Year, Best Live Performer, and Video Director of the Year alongside all, Dave Free. Of course, they're going to give it to Kendrick because who else is doing it like him out here? No one. And then what are these categories, Ashley? Hustler of the Year? <laughs> what? sweet 16 best feature verse like what okay yeah it's definitely interesting but I like it though because at least it makes them distinctive like a lot of the big award shows have the same 
old yes. categories that you're used to. So I feel like they're just kind of putting a different stamp on it. And it's hip hop. I mean, why not yeah. have some fun with it? It's just hip hop is not my genre, not my favorite genre, rather. Mm-hmm. So I've never RV gravitated to these awards. Lady. But you know what's also relevant? So two things, Ashley. When it comes to the BET Hip Hop Awards, one, I didn't think they still cared about Black people at BET. You know, we know it's owned (laughs) by Viacom, which is not ran by Black people. We also know that they were, quote unquote, for sale. And I don't know if that was some type of way to bring attention to it. But they end up reneging at the end. Right. Um, because we had everybody from Diddy to Tyler Perry to uh, what's his name? Byron. Byron Allen. Byron Allen putting bids in to buy it just for them to say, you know what? No, thank you. And then two, I think it's important for us to realize the reason why we don't care about these award shows <laughs> <laughs> outside of aging out. We don't have cable. So it's like, it's not like we're constantly well, reminded. You still I, have cable? I'm forced to have cable because of my HOA. What? Yep. I've been, our our community has been fighting against it for years. But yeah, we're forced to have cable. We pay that for it. That is like the most grown lady statement you've <laughs> said in a long time. My HOA <laughs> requires me to have cable. I guess I, I guess I'm grown. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so yeah, we have had cable on and off for years now. Like in the past when we did get cable, it was because we like moved to like a new ap- apartment and we could have a deal. Now that we're in our house, that new, you know, installation situation it's gone. I was having this conversation recently with somebody. Isn't it so messed up how businesses reward new customers, but not loyal customers? Listen, like it's the loyal is, customers who should continue to get great discounts. That is what I'm saying. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. I tell you what. Um, yeah, nothing about this really even makes me want to go back and watch this like on demand from what I'm seeing of what happened. I know that, um, Based on this Essence article, I was seeing like Sexy Red made her debut performance. She's a Trump supporter. So uh. um, City Girls I mean, announced her, her lyrics, their new album. My pee is pink and my yep. <laughs> situation is brown. What? Yep. I had no issues. Like I've heard people talk about Sexy Red. I've heard about how provocative her lyrics are. You know, none of that stuff is shocking to me anymore. Like there have been people who came before you who said, a lot of crazy things, right? True. That didn't get me. I was like, okay, do your thing. But then what happened to metaphors? You gotta go back to the 60s and 70s for all that. Let's get it on. Okay. <laughs> go home back to Marvin Gaye if you want some metaphors. It's raw. It is raw in these days and times. But City Girls announced they're gonna have a new album coming out this month. Okay. So so deaf had a tribute. Okay, I just did. You just hear what um, the one young lady who did Long Season Park said about Bow Wow? No, in the interview. What, what did she say? So apparently, she was going to be his main girl in Shorty Like My video with him and Chris Brown. He asked her to go back to his hotel, and she said no. And so the next day, she shows up. Angela Simmons has a trailer. She has a trailer. And somebody comes in and tells her, oh, actually, you've been fired. Uh, he's going to have Angela Simmons as his main girl now. So Chris comes into her trailer and was like, hey, what's up? She was like, uh, I just got fired. He was like, oh, no, you're not fired. You can be my main girl. Okay, forget about it. So she still ends up in the video. They, Her and Bow Wow bump into each other over the years. He always seems like he has an issue. She gets hired on for Susan Park. He was, she called it hazing, but she was just being nice. He apparently... Uh, was talking like saying her stuff that she had up on the prompter then dropping it making it seem like she was supposed to be saying like just being unprofessional it finally took old Aubrey old Drake her ex to step in and I guess say something to him and from then on Bow Wow was nice to her and people in the comments was like y'all making it seem like this is about him hazing her but really this is about him not getting sex from her that he would have wanted so then he tried to be rude and disrespectful to her professionally who is this girl you're talking about the light-skinned girl who who does like journalism type stuff yes i can't think of her name but kiki the real kiki oh kiki do you love me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
at least rumored that she was the real Kiki. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, okay, now I really don't, you know, I ain't never had no issues with Bow Wow, but mm, Glorilla performed, a few others, but nothing, Ooh. nothing really pulled me in. Nothing pulled me in. Uh, the fact that she calls herself Gorilla sometimes just take me out. I'm like, her name is Gloria in real life. <laughs> <laughs> she just put a little spin on it for the stage, for the stage, you know? She's got to put a little spice <laughs> on it. But you know what's funny? Something about her in the face reminds me of Kyla Pratt just a little bit. Like, when I just saw, like, a picture of her, I was like, you kind of look like Kyla Pratt from a distance. Girl, I don't know, because I feel like her and... um what's her name Corley Ray or something like yeah. that yeah yeah Corley Ray they look similar I don't know sometimes mm. some of these rap girls look a lot of like style wise I see it style for sure it's it's been kind of a, a certain vibe but I mean that's all really we got from the BT Hip Hop Awards if anybody else listened or watched and y'all have some thoughts let us know hit us up in the comments let's move on to Jason Derulo and these allegations and lawsuit that has come out against him. I've kind of like seen this here and there, but I haven't like seen major, major news about it. But I'm I have up an right. NBC news article. Oh, me too. Yeah, that headline is Jason Derulo signed hopeful singer to a deal and then expected sex, she alleges in lawsuit. Her name is um Amaza Gibson. And she said that Jason turned cold after she rejected his advances, eventually dropped her deal altogether. Um, the article from last week basically just mentions that she had been so excited about this promise of a record deal. She uh, was a singer and social media sensation. She was a part of a group originally and then broke off and became um, a solo performer. And she's just mentioning that she started experiencing aggressive behavior, unwanted invitations, implications that she'd have to have sex uh, with him to advance uh, her career and this and that. And in her statement, she said, I'm at this point in my life right now. It's very heartbreaking. I have anxiety. I'm traumatized. I've dealt with inhumane work situations. I'm at this point where I'm back to zero and I have nothing. Jason posted last week a video to Instagram denying the allegations. He said, I wouldn't normally comment, but these claims are completely false and hurtful. I stand against all forms of harassment and I remain supportive of anybody following their dreams. I've always strived to live my life in a positively impactful way. And that's why I sit here before you deeply offended by these defamatory claims. God bless. Yeah. I mean, at this point, we'll have to wait and see what happens, but I think we talked about this a little bit when we when we brought when we talked about Russell Brand that I think in entertainment these stories are more prevalent than not how many of them come to light not sure but it's sad to think about the behaviors especially the predatory behaviors of certain individuals for people who are on the come up and just trying to make it and just trying to find success in the field and the career that they're passionate about. So this was just another example of that. Obviously don't know what's going to happen with this lawsuit, but I'm like, I don't know what to say. Like this, this entertainment business is a nasty one based on some of the things that go on behind closed doors. It's really ugly. We've said this on previous podcasts before as well. The Me Too movement made its way through Hollywood, specifically the movies and TV. We have yet to scratch the surface on the music industry. And I'm really, I'm scared <laughs> to know the things that go on behind the scenes. Because, I mean, that's all you hear. Artists having really late night sessions and people being in the um sound booths and drinking and smoking and all that so literally anything is possible and yeah. again the gatekeepers they be standing they, at they post and like you say a lot of them display these predatory behaviors and i don't know this is ugly and honestly with this story is just rumbles, but it hasn't really been front page news or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But usually in situations like this, if this is true, this won't be the last we hear of this. I feel like I'm sure 
it was unfortunately going off of the pattern behavior if one person speaks up more people tend to follow Mm. yeah we'll have to wait and see to your point definitely think that there's a lot of shenanigans in music i remember even Issa ray when she started working on rap shit was like oh i thought you know the movie and tv business was something this music business is a different beast so We'll have to follow up on this story, guys, as we get more information and it develops. Let's move on to our next headline. Simone Biles' historic achievement, the GOAT of gymnastics, breaks her own record and becomes the most decorated gymnast in history. The 26-year-old Olympian athlete now has 27 world championship medals. I'm referencing an article by Sports Illustrated. Simone, the Ohio native, as they reference in the article, got to throw throw that out there, (laughs) concluded the 2023 World Artistic Gymnastics Championship with four gold medals, securing her total of 27, 21 of which are gold. Combining this achievement with her seven Olympic medals, Biles now boasts a record 34 World Championship and Olympic medals, solidifying her status as the most decorated gymnast in history. I think what makes this so exciting to me too when this news broke was like because I haven't been keeping up with all of the things in sports period that have been going on across the board but the fact that everybody was making it such a big deal when she needed to take her break and making it seem like oh you know she's not doing what she needs to do for her team and all this and that she obviously did what was best for her and is able to come back stronger and better than she ever would have before and make history. I love this as well. And I had the same sentiment of like, because the last Olympics were so difficult in terms of everything that she was going through with her mental health, I did wonder if she was going to retire and to see her come back in such a healthy space and dominate is such a remarkable story and I'm so happy that we're able to see it what I also love about it too is it's like she's able this is a better story than her winning all the goals from the last Olympics you know what I mean because we're all gearing up for Paris 2024 bed bugs and all at all And I just love this. I love this for her. I love this for America. I love this for all the Black girls because shout out to the Black girl magic on some of those podiums. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. With the all around. I I just, I I love this for her. And bravo, Simone, bravo. Absolutely. Yeah. In this article, they say that she is set to compete in Paris next year, but she and her coach are taking a whatever happens, happens approach to keep pressure off and protect her mental health. As you should, Simone, do your thing out here, girl. Truly the goat. She got people sweating out here. You hear about that Russian coach talking about, oh, she's only winning because of the, the her level of difficulty but not out of artistry i'm like haters gonna hate what what wait so you're upset that she's doing hard stuff <laughs> <laughs> haters gonna hate delora are you upset because your your gymnast can't do what she can do exactly you're upset with her level of athleticism that's what it is all your girl can do is do a pretty pretty floor routine she can't do that whatever whatever vault you know what i'm saying like i can't even name them simone has officially converted i forgot i think it was called it was an asian name like the most difficult vault now is known as simone two on the vault like insanity insanity truly yeah that's haters gonna hate there ain't nothing even to say about that just gotta laugh but good for you girl so happy to see it let's move on to another beautiful black woman Kayla Nicole has officially responded via an open letter on Instagram or open video. I don't know why they're calling it necessarily a letter. Um, to well, all the, it's a letter to Black girls. Okay, sure. We can call it that. To the, uh, I don't know what to say, Dolores. Spe- not even speculation. I guess it's still speculation at this point, but to all of the 
naysayers and haters and negativity and conversation that has been directed at her because of who her ex is dating currently why aren't you just simply saying the swifties because they are out here in full force in her dms and comments because i don't even know if it's just the swifties at this point like people on these internets some people just don't have nothing else to do but sit and talk shit on people's comment sections and whatever else but yeah the swifties in particular obviously have been the main ones trying to drag her down and make it seem as if she is not comparable to their queen. I said last week I wasn't going to talk about her, so I'm really not talking about her. I'm talking about Kayla. So in this open letter, Delora, Kayla did not address anyone particularly by name. This was more about a love letter, as you mentioned, to Black women and really to herself. And about how we are more than the things that society and other people try to value us as that, you know, we're powerful and we're all these various things. You're the first person who sent me this video. So what was your initial reaction to, first of all, Kayla responding at all and then her message? I know she had to have been getting a lot of scrutiny and we even talked about this a couple of weeks ago, how (laughs) even Travis eight month relationship chick is talking about him being a perpetual cheater allegedly yep and so i'm like if she's speaking out i know kayla is getting all types of heat to say something yeah because she was actually with him for years five five years okay and i'm glad that she said something because before she was doing the subtle you know thirst trap pictures post she made a week ago she's like for your viewing pleasure and it's her in this skimpy pink little situation she's looking amazing because she's gorgeous and I really appreciated the heart of this response and I appreciated that she didn't say anybody's name but in so many ways she spoke to her story talking about being with a man that people didn't expect her to be with i.e a white man and feeling unprotected but knowing that you are deserving of it and knowing yourself and knowing your worth I I thought it was beautifully said and inspirational and I think she did more in this video than trying to clap back to all the internet haters that those are my thoughts on that I don't think that she necessarily had to respond um if she kept her kept it moving I would have totally understood because this is her ex and this she's totally entitled to move on with her life and not be bothered just because he's in now in some potential high profile relationship and people want to you know cast the women against each other and talk about who has more money and who looks better and all this ridiculousness even though it is kind of nice for once to see them talking about a woman's net worth but (laughs) but um wait wait I know we're not talking about her, but I saw this video that says the amount he makes in a year she made off of one night of her concert. So. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, when this women making some money out here in this world. So it's nice to not only be about, oh, who's cuter, who, who's <laughs> all that. Like, oh, no, we got money over here, too, boo. <laughs> but anyway point is that I don't think she had to respond if she had if she had never said anything I would have totally respected that I understood it but I think this was a very like classy um I'm commenting but I'm not commenting this is for other women who may be like me or looking at me or looking up to me and this is I just want you guys to know that I see and love you And I appreciate, Mm -hmm. especially if there have been a lot of black women who have reached out to her specifically during all of this and shown love and support. Like I can totally see that because I can only speak from my experience, but in moments that I need them, black women are always the MVPs of my life. (laughs) Same. So I can only get the right ones in your life. Yeah, absolutely. So I can only imagine what she may be going through privately, but I hope that she's in a good place because- she looks amazing in the video like she always does but also 
Always. You are not the man and the men you've dated. You know what I'm saying? He's allowed to Listen, move on with his life and not have to worry about it. herself. Yes. Right. Like even the headline of this Today article I have up says, Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend post open letter. Didn't even have her name. Did not have her name. Unfortunately, I'm looking at people.com and it, it says Travis Kelsey ex Kayla Nicole. I'm like, first of all, do we... <sighs> And we know what that's At about. At least put that's her name first. Clickbait. Yeah, that's exactly. about the clickbait of it all and who is more popular in the sphere of who's going to get yes. attention. But right. like I said, when this when we first started talking about this pairing, I knew who Travis Kelsey was because of Kayla Nicole, because of that relationship. I didn't know who yes. that man was before that. I'm not <laughs> an NFL football fan I knew fan him a little days. bit because now I'm in Cincinnati and, they, and he went to UC, but he still. Did. He did. Well, that's the end of that for me, Kayla. I hope it's the end of that for you too, boo. <laughs> Do your thing out here, girl. Don't let these exactly. don't let these people get you down. Okay. Not at all. You are worthy. You are enough. Period. Point blank. All right, Delora. It's time to get into today's hot topics. Oh my goodness. Aubrey, we were talking about him a few ago. He's I'm out so here. Sick of this man. I'm he's so out sick here of him. in his feelings, though. Like, I know he's always kind of been one to get into tips with people, but I feel like he's going through something because, well, besides his health, which I guess we should talk about that part first. Sure. So Drake dropped a new album. And on the same day he dropped the album, he mentioned that he is taking a career break because of health issues. He's been having some type of stomach issues that he said has been bothering him and that he needs to get right. I'm not, I wasn't surprised by the whole break situation because it seems like he's been dropping so much like back to back to back to back. And for me personally, like I've mentioned, I'm not a Drake fan, but I haven't heard the same level of like excitement about Drake's music the way that I used to. Because it's not that great like it used to be. I mean, it's just one of those things where, He's been on top for so long, it's starting to get a little gimmicky. I mean, the last time we talked about Drake before the Halle Berry thing was when he did that music video acting like he was getting married to like 26 girls and mm-hmm. Tristan Thompson <laughs> wasn't mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What was it for the for the for the the Playboys? What what was the name of that album, Ashley? I don't remember Delora because that's how little I probably paid attention to it after I gave it. If I gave that one a listen, I don't remember because I'm really not, I've really not been listening to his music anymore like that. Like it's I said, I'll same. listen to a single here and there, but full album. Here and there. No, same. And I used to really love Drake, but uh, yes, Ashley, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I mean, obviously we're talking about us, you know, you, not really gravitating to his music you especially were a big fan and aren't really anymore and that's similar to kind of what seems like joe button said on his podcast was just kind of like i'm not this music doesn't excite me like let me read literally what he said in the yahoo entertainment article he said i miss the drake that was rapping for rappers he's rapping for the children yo dog i had to look up how old this nigga was when i finished listening to his the album you are 36. Your birthday is in 20 days. I Googled that. You're about to be 27. Get away from some of these younger. 37. Yeah. Get away from some of these younger guys. I want to hear adult Drake rapping for adult people. He's rapping for the kids, the streams, the accolades. He ain't trying to rap for me. I can accept that. And Drake, I mean, Drake has been going in on his thoughts and feelings about this he up here talking about how much money like what you have versus what i have right like you up here you're a failed rapper uh you're a failed artist um i have a a whatever private jet you up here doing your little podcast gotta worry about best buy mics which first of all don't shit on podcasters podcasters do be making bread these days but one day he also i mean even birdman has gotten in on this his daddy has gotten in on this what is Drake going through, you think, that is making him, is it because his album in general is not well-received, or do you think it is a actual beef with Joe Button and his platform? I feel like, besides him being in his light-skinned feelings, no. <laughs> he definitely don't make light-skinned dudes look good, okay? At Especially all. with them clips. Girl, and then how he treats women. Like, first of all, we knew he was 
we talked about Drake. We have talked about him extensively, unfortunately, on this podcast. I compared him to the modern day uh, Marcus from Graham. Uh, Marcus yep. Graham from Boomerang. Here's the deal with Arby. In addition to me no longer being a fan of his music, I hate how he navigates relationship with women in the public eye. From Halle Berry to Meg the Stallion, it's just gross. Now, in terms of this Joe Button situation, and mind you, a clock can be right, what, twice a day? Yeah. Because I am not out here trying to defend no Joe Button to nobody. Me either. Never thought okay. I would see the day. <laughs> Never thought I'd see the day. But Drake is a fan. Drake has been interviewed and said that he would try to have Joe Button's flow. And so Drake is butt hurt. Like he is hurt that somebody he has looked up to is ragging on him. And he must know there's some truth to it because I don't know what's going over there in Little Wheezy's uh, record label, but I have said the same thing about Nicki Minaj. I have too. It's like, you have to grow with your audience. And honestly, you will go further if you try to do it. And I think that's the only reason why Jay-Z keeps coming out of retirement because he's like... (laughs) This is how has Jay Z ever really retired? Let's be honest. Like, <laughs> grand opening, so. grand closing. <laughs> he he ain't do the Michael Jordans. He ain't go to another sport. You know he's always been right there, ready. You know he's just sitting up in the bleachers. Sometimes he dressed, but he just chose not to play in the game. Jay Z ain't going nowhere. But, I think we probably got one more album out of him because he's about to be fifty. But seriously hip-hop needs to grow and i think what jay so we're probably what third generation with drake maybe when it comes to hip-hop artists and and the leaders third generation as in do you still think of like the ogs of like the originators of rap still yes. being around yeah you have like and the jay-z Snoop. And but see i feel like i feel like drake may even be fourth generation because i kind of see like jay-z is maybe in the third like if you got the oogs where do you yes. think snoop i feel like snoop and tupac and then we're in the middle of that yes and then you had jay-z and nas and them and yeah. now you have like the drakes and the kendricks and this gener- and jay cole's like i feel like they're almost fourth wave it could be it could be and I then mean, fifth because- wave is these kids that i don't fuck with <laughs> <laughs> my pee is pink and my booty <laughs> i don't even understand half of what y'all say i just Y'all can have it. Y'all can have it. Okay. Um, so and I'm sorry, not to just name male rappers, guys. No, 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 no. We recognize all Queen the phenomenal Latifah female. Is yes. In the all the Tupac female MCs. And yes. The smalls. <laughs> I would put I would put her with the more even the OGs with uh you think Queen so? Latifah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, she was around with LL Cool J and them too. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Ashley he just needs to grow up and he he's feeling hurt because this he took the hit he is taking the hit I agree so much with everything you're saying I definitely saw them talking about his old interviews where he talked so highly of Joe Budden and this this and that so I definitely agree Joe Budden even was reading some of the DMs I guess that Drake has sent him still keeping (laughs) this going and I'm like, and, Dr- and Joe Budden's like, I'm in the best space I've ever been in in life. Like, this is not a B for me. Like, I don't no. know why you're taking this so personally. So that's what makes me think, like, Drake, it is best that you're just stepping away. Because whatever it is that you're going through, yes. you are so successful. Like, let your success speak for itself. You don't need to go this hard publicly about anything. Like, he's insecure about something. Take the take the L with these last couple albums and realize that the music isn't hitting the way you may want it to, whether you're not inspired creatively, whether there are things in your personal life you need to um, kind of move through in order to break through into a new space. Like there could be all sorts of things we don't know about. When so, it comes to artists, you want people to live their lives so they have something to, to talk say. about. But I agree. Yes. I've said this about Nicki Minaj too. I think that was one of the things. And I, I don't know what this next, what Pink Friday 2 is going to be like. Because I, I love the original Pink Friday. Um, but 
I have definitely been waiting for them to evolve in terms of their storytelling. That's the thing for me is like the subject matter, not their flow. I think they both have really great flows. I love listening to them. But what is it that you're saying? What are you talking about? Only so many times Nicki Minaj can say I'm the best and these bitches are my sons and all this shit. Only so many times Drake can talk about I ain't never marrying. Y'all know I'm not. I can't be faithful. Like, what else do you have to say? What else is going on in your mind? Right. Like, Nikki, we've seen some like how's fatherhood for you, sir? Exactly. But for like Drake, I again, I don't listen to his music as much as I used to. But from anything I've heard and even this Rihanna diss that he apparently did on this album. Girl, that is what I forgot. I was like him and women. I'm like, I'm missing something significant. Him trying to play like Rihanna ain't Rihanna. You're done. We're done. Let's see. That was ridiculous. Something. Yeah. The internet never forgets. They're like the North, right? <laughs> the North remembers. They were like, not him claiming that she ain't all that she claims to be in the bedroom, but him being in physical altercations with Chris Brown, trashing a bowling alley back in the day. But who are you saying this for? Nobody yes. is checking for you talking about Rihanna, especially no not Rihanna. You look so ridiculous. This woman just had a second baby, is in a happy relationship. Who are you talking to? Who are you rapping for? You sound fucking ridiculous. Stupid. That's like when you hear somebody and they dated somebody 20 years ago and they still, you know what it is? Vivica Fox still talking about 50 Cent. (laughs) I do think this is worse though. I do think this is worse, but I see where you're going. <laughs> I'm just saying it's something that has become so irrelevant. That's my point. It's like, it's not what he's saying, but it's the relevancy of it. If this had happened, like, right after it seemed like y'all were together, it would be like, oh, wow, that's some shit. That's shady, right? He wouldn't have right. been shit for it. But it's like, at this point, who even cares? So true. It's so irrelevant. So, yeah, go take some time off. <laughs> and, you know, it makes me wonder Another thing that the internet's be saying and I feel like has some validity to it is the fact that this is all a facade for him. This is just another character like oh dude from Degrassi, Drake the Rapper. <laughs> yeah, I saw somebody write like he's an actor, he's not a rapper. Why y'all be taking him this seriously? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't really about this life. Yeah, Truly, he is not. And yes, it was inspirational when he was talking about the grind, but at this rate, he's punching down and it's not cute. Yeah, exactly. Especially because there's so many things going on in the world and so many other things to focus on. I don't care about how much money you have. I don't care how much more money you have than Joe Budden. Clearly his influence is such that you feel the need to respond to this man. So there's that he did the same thing to Charlemagne, but i think he's going even harder on joe budden because again he used to be a fan girl alien exists okay <laughs> <laughs> we ain't even talking about that. yeah and you know i keep saying that i'm not gonna let the alien thing get to me but swear to you that same week that all that was talked about the doorbell rang in my house and i was like they found me like they're coming for me because it was like really quiet outside it seemed really weird. I was like, oh, they here for me, right? Like, it was a whole, like, paranoid, like, tra- train of thinking. And I was like, oh, see, this is why I can't dive too deep into this shit. Because I'm going to be, I'm going to be paranoid. They got me. They come They're to among me. us. They're coming <laughs> for me. <laughs> Did Charlie just jump in your lap? Just scared the shit out of you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. That's what happens. <laughs> That's what happens. Oh my god. Hi dog. Hey. <laughs> oh, I couldn't make this up. Oh my gosh. All right, Dora. That's enough airtime for Aubrey. Let's oh, move on good. to our final hot topic of the day. Jada Pinkett Smith is the gift that keeps on giving to these internets. Girl. Girl. Her memoir is about to be dropping, Worthy, and so she's out here on the interview circuit, right? We're just talking about Kerry Washington, and I don't remember if I mentioned it, but I'm going to go see them both talking about their books on their book tour. So I'll be bringing that back. I'll be bringing that back to the pod for sure. Looking forward to that. But as she's doing these interview rounds, 
she has made the big revelation that her and Will Smith have basically been living separate lives since 2016. Seven years. Wow. Not divorced legally, but technically they are not together. So, you know, the internet have been eating this shit up. They like, so what you slap Chris Rock for? I hate people. Y'all wasn't even together. Why can't a black woman be protected? This is a woman that he has loved, probably continues to love, may not be in love with, but what you're not going to do is play in her face. She's the mother of his children. And still legally married too. And Jada said that Chris tried to holler during one of their potential headline divorces he read you know how people were always speculating they're having marital issues he believed it one good year she named a year but one good year he believed it he reached out and said hey i'd like to take you out and she was like what you mean ashley when i tell you that slap was personal i'm like i didn't know if we were ever gonna truly know but this is the insights that we were waiting for months ago that slap was personal that's why will didn't get charges put against him there's definitely way more to this story because she was even saying there's other things that went on between them back in the 80s. She doesn't feel like it's her place to say all the things that have gone on between them, but there's, there's some history. other things. Yeah, there's yep. other things. And she also did talk about the 2016 boycott of the Oscars and how she felt like she could have handled that differently with him because she didn't think about the level of pressure he was likely under as being the host and all of that. So she said she does feel like she could have handled a phone call she had with him about that differently and that he may have taken offense to that a bit but you know in general the biggest revelation that I've been seeing headlines about from this from her interview so far was this revelation about their separation I think the biggest thing to me that I was thinking when I heard this was like so the entanglement sit down for red table talk I thought meant that y'all had gotten to a better place, like from whatever that situation was, I didn't know the better place was we not together no more. I thought they were back and and like we married, our marriage is strong. But what's funny about the Red Table Talk, not even just that infamous sit down with Will, but some of their prior conversations, because I used to watch it in its first several seasons. They have been saying this for a long time. Like they have not been lying to us about, I love you. We are in this together. Partnership. We are partners. Like if you, she, she's sneaky one. She's very intentional with her words. That's why she called it an entanglement. Cause she knew she was like, this ain't an affair. (laughs) Yes. And it wasn't. They had already said then we had broken up within our marriage. I think that we had just, at least I had, I can't speak to anybody else. I had assumed that with the red table talk that they were good, that they were in a good place as a couple. I just, I was not prepared for the fact that they weren't together for a good, what, four years prior to even that situation coming to light. And so when Hoda in the interview that's going to be airing for NBC talked to her about it, she was like, they just weren't ready yet to talk about this, right? They were still trying to figure out how they were going to be in a partnership, what this meant to them, how they pre- how do they present it to people. And I think one thing that has gotten to me- on them. But the, exactly. One thing that's gotten to me about all the criticism is like, y'all forget the level of like- stature they have as a couple especially within the black community huge they are next to barack and michelle next to denzel and pauletta next to like these like they were an og hollywood gold couple right marriage gold alicia key's song first of all that song did not age very well this is why you should not revere other people's relationships, obviously, because you never know what's really going on behind closed doors. But I have said this. I think I even said this when we talked about this originally. But if I didn't, I'm saying it now. I, based on the things that have come out over the last few years between them, don't think they should be together anymore. Like, no, I, I agree. Just go ahead. Like, y'all don't have to hold on to this for anybody. Let it go. If this is not what's serving you best anymore, Will and Jada, 
don't worry about us. Don't worry about y'all kids are grown. Let it go. I hope y'all I really on. think she's doing it for him because Find the love y'all need was so devastating for him. I think he felt he like I, a failure. Uh, yep. Yeah, he felt like a failure. A failing at it again. He's such a perfectionist. Like I think she's I think the only reason why they're not divorced is for him. At yeah, the end of the she day. said she made a promise that they would never have a reason to get a divorce and she hasn't been able to break that promise. The promise is broken, guys. Like, are y'all hoping that at some point in later years you're going to want to come back together? Then do that. You, It doesn't, ha- not getting a divorce does not, or getting a divorce rather. There are couples who get a divorce and refine love with each other later on. It's not going to stop that from happening, but I don't, like, I want them both to live their best lives. Yeah, but they definitely seem incompatible in a lot of ways. The more we have gotten a peek into the relationship and mind you, they are masters of their image, right? Yes. Because I mean, to your point, Will and Jada were it for years. Yes. Black love royalty. Okay. I think it's interesting because there's such weight and responsibility whenever um, you see a successful black person, right. For the community that is, it's like you do not want to disappoint but we definitely live in a different day and age like if will and jada had broken up in like 2004 when i tell you that would have been like the end of the freaking world versus you know 2023 i think it's interesting because they're obviously not doing it for their kids they're first of all it is kind of choppy that she managed to have an entanglement with one of her children's friend that's, that's a whole that's, other conversation yeah. i'm not gonna touch right now but who are they doing it for at the end of the day because it's not for I the said. children don't do it for us like i hope that whatever mental hurdles they need to get through to find their happiness and their peace i hope that they are able to do like y'all can still be great friends because one of the things i've always heard will say is he knew he had the right one by his side because they could talk through anything that's not for like a hours. great friendship Yes, they're both highly intelligent. They love talking and growing and evolving. I feel like they have a lot in common, but man, so do you think all those rumors through the years were true about Will and Jada being swingers? I hate talking talking about this. I I don't don't know know either. (laughs) I don't know. And I don't care at this rate. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But I do want to know who Will Smith is going to eventually step out with because I know he's not single. I oh, know he's not. No, <laughs> he is. He is the cuddle bug out of this relationship. Okay? <laughs> you know, just like all I want to do is give Will a hug and make him know it's okay. It's okay, yeah. sir. Yeah, I know he's not out here single, and I'm sure Jada is getting her anybody, swerve on too. Um, I don't think he's with anybody famous though. Hmm, interesting. I feel like it'd be more likely he is with somebody famous just for the sense of they're not besides august most of them don't run their mouth like that right true versus somebody who may be give give them a little money give them a little clout give them something and loose lips but he whoever he be messing with he's kept that lid on (laughs) it's been sealed tight right there there are no loose ends no (laughs) there have been zero i think that was that face he was making he was like if you had kept your stuff together (laughs) we would not be in this situation boyfriend in line yeah somebody was like oh she really hurt him but he was young he was like 24 years old so i just don't think august knew what he was getting himself into but i digress the last thing i wanted to say about this personally was that i don't feel that jada is a villain and i feel like she has been cast as a villain in this scenario because of the way information has come out and because she's often talking about things in such a way that people feel like is embarrassing for will and all this and that that was that that was their marriage that was his wife that was her husband still he is and that we don't love them more than they love each other like i wish the like remember that we don't love them more than they have loved each other and they have differences they talked about differences and how they were brought up and how they view partnership and relationship and all this stuff that doesn't make her a bad person it means that they were likely incompatible yes I'm so glad that you brought up this part of the conversation because 
if anything, Jada has been the realest <laughs> for the longest time. Fully transparent. Fully transparent. And if anything, she was probably, and she's talked about this openly, molding herself to match a relationship that she just, by nature, is not something that she been in a situation um with initially so Mm -hmm. i agree i agree but the internet hates women um and i just hate that so much well i'll let y'all know what she says on this good old talk that she gives because i'm curious and my deal is i hope that she is able to highlight what's important to her and that the narrative doesn't completely lose the fact that this is her book and not centering will yeah yeah i'm sure when it drops too people are gonna want to know all that she has to say about tupac because that was another huge relationship yes. that people always want to talk about yes. and you know just her life like i feel like her upbringing in baltimore i don't know that much about her time on a different world and her time on some of the major projects we know her for and the acting world she was in i mean jada is a part of that 90s black era absolutely of entertainment that i just love yes so i want to hear i want to hear about those sorts of things as well and about her relationships with her kids like i feel like i've gotten a lot of information from will about his mm-hmm. relationships with his kids, but not Jada's perspective on that same wavelength. So, I'm, I mean, I am definitely curious about her, not about just her and Will. So we'll see what happens. But, Delora, that's it. That's all we got for these headlines and hot topics in pop culture today. What are we recapping for the people next week? It's time. We are recapping 2023's summer blockbuster, The Little Mermaid, starring Haley Bailey. Very, very, very nice. We microdose this, but now, guys, this will be the spoiler alert version <laughs> of our chat. Exactly. About the Little Mermaid. We got to get into the good, good this time. So excited to chat about it. Love. Hallie Bailey so much and love the music of the Little Mermaid so looking forward to that guys thank you so much for tuning into this episode we appreciate it share this episode with your friends family loved ones leave us a rating or review and we will be back